Seven, Jesus heals the brokenhearted. A few years ago, I started a house church with some friends and everything was getting off to a great start. We were learning to work as a team. And then all of a sudden, uh, part of the team decided to do a church split, take half the people and start their own house church without uh, really talking to me or praying together or even inviting me. And I said, let's keep this out in the open. Let's, let's, you know, let's keep this out in the open. Well, they didn't. And I was so hurt because these were people I loved and I trusted and I had history with. It was so painful. My heart was broken and it was broken for months. Now, I wouldn't have let it go on that long at the time. I just, you know, I was just hoping that they would suddenly come to me and say, you know what, Linda, we want your blessing on what we're doing. We want to, you know, keep it in the open. Um, but that's not the way it played out. I'd handle it differently and they probably would. You know, we're all growing and God is working with us and developing his character in us. But I want to talk to you today because we all have places in our hearts that have been so hurt and wounded. And today I want us to really step into God's gentle, restorative, healing power. Because we long to have a closer relationship with God. We long to grab a hold of the truths in his words in the Bible. But sometimes we get stuck. But God, he tenderly uncovers the wounds in our hearts so we can be healed. And as healing saturates our broken hearts, we experience a greater understanding of his extravagant love for us and how much he deeply cares about every detail of our lives. So in the Bible, in um, Psalm, let's see, where is it? 147, uh, three, it's speaking of Jesus and it says, the word says, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He came to heal the brokenhearted and all of the things that we go through, he knows. He knows those wounds that we can't even identify. He knows all of the hurts, all of the things that have been done to us, said to us. I mean, what are, the, what are these wounds? They're places where people have betrayed us, people we loved and trusted have betrayed us, people uh, hurt us through things that they said to us, people we thought we were safe with, uh, did something. It can be, you know, a physical action, an emotional reaction, uh, mental abuse, uh, rape, uh, everything. It can be uh, a financial betrayal. It's the wounds in our heart come from so many different sources, even wounds way back from childhood that keep coming up and we don't even realize why we have a hard time with something or, or say things to ourselves until all of a sudden the light bulb goes off and we realize, wait a minute, I heard that when I was a child. So 
what is the definition of heal? Now, I'm looking in the book that I wrote, The Real You, because I have a chapter on this. And in the beginning of the chapter, it says heal, to repair and restore to its original perfect condition. That's what God does. That's what Jesus does when he heals our broken hearts. And our real identity becomes more fully formed as the emotional wounds in our hearts are healed. It's like all of the pain you've experienced in your life, all of the hurt, all of the betrayal, all of the rejection, abandonment, emotional abuse, Jesus came to heal. Emotional healing is for you, and your heart is to be whole. Jesus announced his ministry in Luke 4, and he made a point of saying he was sent to release the oppressed. In other words, his mission on earth included releasing you from all oppression and healing your heart. Now, I had a really good friend who was a, a peer and also spoke into my life quite a bit. She's no longer living on, on earth. She graduated to heaven a few years ago. But I remember her telling me many times that uh, so many people hold on to their hurts like a sacred wound like I would call it uh, a badge of honor. And so we try to uh, bury or ignore our pain. And, and sometimes we say, well, we hold on to it as a sacred wound because we say, well, I'm like this because that happened to me or I had that bad accident or, or this person did this to me or I didn't get a chance uh, because I didn't have enough education or, you know, we hold on to these things that bring pain in our hearts and woundedness in our hearts like it, like it's a bad badge of honor. But when Jesus comes on the scene, he, he reveals the big wounds we're retaining in our hearts because they must be addressed. It's crucial to not receive his healing is to deny his compassionate heart being built in us. And we're not going to be able to minister healing into the hearts of other people without experiencing our own inner healing. So whether you're a new believer or a seasoned leader, there are places God is he's, he's turning on the light and saying, okay, honey, now it's time to deal with this. And I am not suggesting you go searching for uh, wounds. Just ask Holy Spirit, what, what's next, Holy Spirit? What's, what's the next place for my heart to get healed? What do you want? So, you know I'm real big on posturing and speaking God's word. When we posture in God's word, Verses will only go so far if we have not been healed in major cracks in our heart. The speaking the verses will help, but our personal transformation includes the healing of major wounds. And when these wounds are not addressed, a life of joy and freedom is hindered because wounds can put out the fire, his fire, the fire of love. In The Real You, the book that I wrote, it has a workbook and a video set. It's on my website, and I have a whole chapter dedicated to a healed and restored heart. 
um, what I get into in the book and the workbook is uh, how, you know, some wounds require forgiveness, some wounds require repentance, the healing of some wound, wounds hinge, hinges on faith, like really believing God for his word and breaking off the power uh, of words spoken over a person's life. That can heal wounds. Wounds from physical, emotional, or mental abuse. They bleed into every new adventure, leaving us feeling, um, I want to say, hopeless and even helpless to see. We don't see that we have a future when the wounds are blocking and obscuring our vision. All wounds require a letting go of the past and not keeping the wound as a badge of honor or a, a sacred as a sacred wound upon which to hang excuses and because we can heal we can build an altar to our wounds and worship them but don't because if you do you will soon find your identity distorted by drawing attention to your wound and feeling sorry for yourself now it's okay and normal to admit the pain and feel bad about the whole situation temporarily now, some of us, like in my case, what I shared with you, it went on for months, but don't stay there. I don't even, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even allow it to go on for months. I begin posturing myself and speaking forth um, the fact that God is healing my heart. I begin speaking that forth even before I feel my heart actually heal. I just begin proclaiming it. So... What I'm saying to you is don't get on a permanent soapbox and saying, look what terrible thing happened to me. Because self-pity is a trap that entangles you and keeps you bound if you set up camp there. So keep moving forward in the healing process and you will make it because Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. Now, anger, hurt, anger are often linked together because when we suffer loss or betrayal anger steps right in and it tries to cover up the hurt so we don't feel it so deeply but anger is wicked and it can consume you and bring sickness to the body and separation from people and then fear comes in to stake a claim in the wound Fear associated with a wounded heart is usually an abnormal fear that freezes us so we can't move forward in an area of our lives. And it's a demonic spirit. Fear keeps us stuck. There's no advancing when we're stuck. I'm going to uh, pro make some proclamations over you. Um, I'm pulling them from the chapter in my Bible study, The Real You, Believing Your True Identity. And th this is in the book. And um, so let me just proclaim it over you about having a healed heart. We're going to finish with this. Because this uh, podcast is no way exhaustive, but you get uh, there's more in, in the book if you choose to get it. So just sit back, close your eyes, and listen. Every place in my heart that is broken, Jesus heals. Every place in my heart that is crushed, Jesus heals. Shattered thoughts and feelings, Jesus heals. Every place in my heart that is shattered, Jesus heals. 
Every wrong word spoken over me, Jesus heals. Every rejection, every pain, every hurt, Jesus heals. Every grief, every shame, every fear, Jesus heals. He came to heal the brokenhearted, and that means me. Jesus is healing my heart right here, right now. I may have big breaks. I may have tiny fracture lines. Jesus heals them all. Doesn't that feel good? Wow, you guys. Um, I love you, and uh, I, I love spending time with you and being able to connect with you like this and uh, pray for this podcast that we can really reach a lot of people. There's so many with hurt, hurt hearts that are in such pain. They just don't see any way out. As usual, I want to give you a chance to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you have never received him or if you have and you just feel him wooing you and drawing you back to him, this is a time when you can recommit or make a commitment to Jesus Christ. So I'm, I'm going to ask you to just Close your eyes and pray with me right now. If you want Jesus as Lord as your life and you want to ask him to forgive you and thank him for dying on the cross, close your eyes right now and let's let's do this together. Say after me, Jesus, come into my heart. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Help me to understand all that that means. I don't I don't understand that much but I do feel you drawing me to you. Forgive me for all the things I have done in my life, whether knowingly or unknowingly, that were against you. All of the ways I've fallen short, all of the wrong that I have done, please forgive me. And Jesus, I dedicate my life to you. I'm going to start reading your book, your love letter to me, and I want you to show me Teach me who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, you guys, please leave me a review. Take a moment to do that. Go to my website, lindabrightman.com, to opt in and get some free declarations and free decrees. And I will be sending you announcements of podcasts and things coming up. So, bless you, bless you, bless you. Bye-bye.